Here we go. All right, the poison, the poison for Cusco, the poison chosen specially to kill Cusco, Cusco's poison. Ow. On a scale of one, Ow. on a scale, ah. on a scale, Ow. on a scale of one to ten, <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, how would you rate your pain? Hello and welcome to Behind the Dreams Podcast. My name is Jordan Wiegand and I have my sister. Christian Allgaier. And this is a podcast where we talk all things Disney. The movies, the parks, the TV shows, video games. Anything Disney, we will cover it. Uh, This is episode number... What is this? Like 22? 21? 21 or 22. I can't remember. Either way, we're getting up there. It's. Uh, <laughs> I feel like you said 21 last week. so. I think I did, so I think it is 22. Um, let me just uh, double check on that. Yeah, this is episode 22. I didn't update it on my notes. Oh. All right, so um, I guess I'd what, tell, tell the folks what you did for... Uh, uh, Disney related this week. Uh, well, yesterday we went and met our friends. Uh, friends that we had met while we were in England were at. Well, they were in Disney yesterday. They are down here for the Wide World of Sports for a soccer tournament. So we met up with them and went to their resort. That's pretty much all we did was went to All Star Sports and we went swimming and had lunch there and everything. Are they actually English or are they American? No, or? no they're American. Oh, okay. We just met them there. They live in Pennsylvania now. Oh, uh, okay. So, yeah. That's cool. Uh, I guess the only thing I really did was I uh, bought quite a, a few merchandise of Kingdom Hearts and I played some Kingdom Hearts last night. That's about all I've done recently. Um disney related um we went to disney springs too oh you did yeah nathan bought another pair of socks from stance (laughs) did you go into uh um world of disney because they have that like mostly closed yeah it's a lot a lot of it's closed off yeah because they're doing some remodeling there um so like what rooms are open so when you so we walked in the area where I'm trying to think how to describe it like where all the princess stuff is i guess you know what i'm yeah. talking about um closer to legoland or the lego store yeah, yeah. um the right hand we side. walked in there and as you walk through the next room where they have the stuffed animals that's mm-hmm. open and then i think you can walk out one more space and to the right, where like the jewelry stuff used to be, like the villains, that yeah. had that had other stuff in it, and it wasn't completely open. It was only a portion of that. Everything else was like tarped off, and mm. so like where they used to have like the women's clothes and um, the villains' jewelry stuff and the houseware stuff was all closed off. And I guess, yeah, and I guess where they had all the little boy stuff, because I know when you exited out, that which is hanging over, yeah. that wasn't open. It was pretty much like maybe half. I don't know. It felt really small. 
It's crazy. But, I mean, they've sold most of the same stuff everywhere, so. Okay, so I guess we'll just jump right over to the news. Extra, extra, read all about it! But there was a lot that happened, like, right after we were done recording. Yeah. Um, so, the runaway rail that is um, taking over where Great Movie Ride was. Yes. Is, um, was confirmed for 2019. Um, Bob Iger called it 2.5D. Because, you know, like, between 2D and 3D. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what they had called it previously. That was pretty much... That was at D23 in, in Japan uh, that that came out, but they didn't really uh, go too much further into it. Um, they gave a look at uh, Guardians um, as well. Uh, the ride in... Uh, uh, Epcot. Epcot. And... Um, they, they I didn't did actually the get to look frame, at it. Time frame of 2021. Uh, Feels like is what that was confirmed for. Um, it's going to be one of the longest indoor roller coasters ever. That's about the only thing that I've read about it. I didn't read anything else. I mean, did they tell you anything else about it? Um, not really. Just that it's the longest enclosed. It's going to feature a unique story currently being created by Imagineering. And include a new innovation ride system that Disney says is guaranteed to, to wow guests. Good. Um, it'll be open in time for the 50th anniversary in 2021. Um, Scott, Pixar Pier is scheduled for opening on June 23rd uh, over in California wow. Adventure. So I, I don't think it had a date previously. They just said June. Um, so the, the date's around June 23rd. They did confirm that the Star Wars Resort that's going to be going into Star Wars land is going to like seamlessly be connected to Hollywood Studios. Um, so I don't really know where that's going to be placed at, but that uh, I guess you'll be able to enter right into the Star Wars land, or they might have some sort of... I would probably maybe liken it to the Hogwarts um, Express in Universal. Yeah. They could do something like that where... You know, the windows that you're looking out of is actually just a screen that is portraying right. different things, right. um, like a spaceship maybe, yeah, to get over there. That. Um, so that way it doesn't break the immersion and maybe it gets you, you know, past, that way you're not looking out and seeing like, you know, I-4 down the way there or yeah, yeah. all the back roads while it's bringing you in. So, um, but somehow it's going to be seamlessly connected to Hollywood Studios. Um, so that way they get a consistent story. That's over. cool though. Yeah, that place is gonna be booked like crazy. Like I'm never now, when gonna did, be able to get in there. When did it say that that opens? Uh, I'll check here. I don't know if they gave a time frame for the resort. I can check that. That's what I yeah. That's what I wasn't sure. I don't think I've heard it. Um. Let's see here for the. Sorry, my web browsers freezing up 
Come on. I'll just use the arrow keys. Okay. So, um, this says the first of its kind resort will combine luxury with complete immersion into an authentic Star Wars story. They'll journey through space. Uh, will start when everybody departs together for a multi-day Star Wars adventure by boarding a starship alive with characters and stories that unfold all around them during a voyage throughout the galaxy. Um, at the resort, guests immediately become active citizens of the galaxy and can dress up in the proper attire. Every resort window will have a view into space. The opportunity for immersion at this resort will also stand out among all Disney resorts around the globe as it will be seamlessly connected to Galaxy's Edge. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, in Galaxy's Edge, guests will visit the planet of Batu, a remote outpost on the Galaxy's Edge that was once a busy crossroads along the sub light speed trade routes. Um, here, guests will find themselves in the middle of the action at two attractions that take detail and immersion to the next level. Uh, one that lets guests control the Millennium Falcon, and another that puts them in the middle of a climatic battle between the First Order and the Resistance. Guests will also be able to explore a street market run by a Toydarian, a character first introduced in Star Wars The Phantom Menace. Among his wares will be handcrafted toys made by local artisans like those seen above. And it's like, um, they have a little picture of, like, uh, stuffed animals of Star Wars characters. Uh-huh. And it just says both of them which should be open in 2019. Huh. Oh, that's not so bad, then. Yeah, so... Sooner um, than I thought. And that was from WDW News Today, though I'm, I'm pretty sure they took that maybe from the Parks blog. I just couldn't, I couldn't find it on the Parks blog um, when I was going on there. Um, rock and Roller Coaster over in Paris is changing from Rock and Roller Coaster to being an Iron Man roller coaster. Oh. So uh, that's going to open, I believe, in 2019. As well, it doesn't have a date here. 2019 is going to be a big year. That in 2021. Yeah, maybe not 2019. Maybe 2020, I think, because I can't see them getting it done in a year. But I mean, if they're really just changing some of the actual, like, you know, if they're just keeping the the roller yeah, coaster, yeah, yeah, the basics and just changing like the scenery, the theming, yeah, it could be done pretty quick. Um, because they also announced, they gave us a look at as well at the Hotel New York, which is where Joy and I are staying. Um, when it changes into Marvel, they had a little pictures of that as well. But this no, that's not, not done anytime soon, right? It's closing after you go there? Is that yeah. what it is? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, it looks cool. Like, they have the Q uh, picture that has, like, Iron Man standing there um, with a lot of his, like... Um, machinery around him that's cool it'll probably be a cool ride too i know and All which park is, is happening that after i'm done uh the walt paris. studios park in paris oh, okay um so sadly it'll be you won't get to see that yeah oh darn you'll have to go again <laughs> i know um New concept art and details for Hong Kong Disneyland's Ant-Man ride. So Hong Kong Disneyland's getting an Ant-Man ride. Um, Do they shrink you? 
I don't know. They have it. Let's see here. They have a. In 2017, they had a opening for the Iron Man Experience, which is the most popular attraction at Hong Kong Disneyland right now. Huh. An entire Marvel themed area is underway at Hong Kong. Um, There's details that Bob Chappick uh, shared at uh, D23 Japan, um, which is an Ant Man and the Wasp uh, ride where they team up to fight uh, Arnim Zola and his army of Hydra Swarm Bots. Um, so you, they have some pictures in here where you, it looks like a Buzz Lightyear type ride where you're shooting. Oh, okay. At some of the stuff, but you also see like huge Ant Man and you know um, Wasp fighting some of these bots. Um, looks like the Q line has a whole bunch of uh, weapons. Um, it kind of actually looks like the Q line for. Um, Pandora in the Flights of Passage. There's a part where you, they have like three rail, like two rails, and which is like for three lines. Yeah. You know, one on the left of the first rail, one in the middle, yeah. and then one on the right of the right rail. And then they have a TV screen ahead of it where they tell you like we're linking you to your avatar type thing. Right. Uh, well, right. this has like a picture of that type of same setup with a TV screen that has Ant Man and Wasp talking to you. Oh, okay. Um, so probably something like that. Oh, that's so, interesting. Um, yeah. really wish we could get all the rights to have all that stuff here. I know. I know. That'd be crazy. A whole park right. could be Marvel. Yeah. But <laughs> it would be just... so good for the boys because there's just so oh, much yeah. girl stuff. You could have a fifth gate of, of Marvel. Yeah. Um, there's going to be daily extra magic at Hollywood Studios after Toy Story Land opens. Oh. Um... I guess to help people get into Toy Story Land. So. Yeah. I was going to say, they haven't really announced whether they're doing like a pass holder exclusive thing, have they? You know um, how they did no, for Avatar? No, I don't Avatar? think they usually... Um, I don't think they usually do. Um, you know, like, I don't think I don't know if they really announce it. I think, from what I read somewhere, they didn't announce the Pandora one until like two months before it opened. So mm-hmm. that would be, what, April? Yeah, yeah, probably. But even that, I don't know that I'm allowed to go up there and do it if I don't have the, if it's on my blackout day, you know what I mean? No, I don't, I don't know how that works. So. No. Darn. Um, so yeah, we got also height restrictions and requirements for Slinky Dog and the Alien Swirling Saucers. Um... Slinky Dog Dash is a 38 inches requirement. That's not that big. And Alien Swirling Saucers is 32 inches. So not bad. No. Um, Though there was a woman who was complaining about it. Let me pull that story up. Why? A woman complaining about the requirements or like... Well, I guess that's all she could. I was going to say they can't test ride that stuff yet. Yeah, this was from Viral Disney, ViralDisney.net. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> um, with um, a mother. Um. Okay, well that's not the best. They they did a. Uh, <laughs> hold on. They did, they did acronyms for the rides, 
And they did SSD for Slinky Dog Dash and ASS for Alien Swirling Saucers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they didn't think that through. Oh, that's funny. On there. Um, so, one woman... This has to be satire, but I guess not. Here we go. With the Disney franchise primarily focusing on children under 30 inches, it defeats the purpose to voice even to sorry defeats the purpose to even open up andy's backyard anymore voiced martha g a mother of three and a fourth on the way she then noted if disney is going to continue to sheepishly introduce new family attractions and not include my entire family then i will have to take my business elsewhere martha calls for other parents to boycott toy story land and show they support the lowering of the suggested safety height requirement Okay, well, that would probably be unsafe if they lowered the requirement on a ride that they obviously put a requirement as a certain thing already. But... Yes. Um, I'm just like... I don't know. There's so many things I want to say about that. <laughs> One is like, where then where else are you going to take your business? Because nowhere else is aimed for kids like that little either you know what i mean yeah universal has higher higher restrictions than this um and your kids grow bigger at some point in time it's not like they're it's not like you're purposefully excluding one whole thing like they all continue to grow and meet that requirement i mean what was the the one 32 inches yeah 32 inches i mean how big is that really I have no idea. I like mean, the Nathan, Slinky Dog is the same height restriction as Mine Train. So, that means Nathan was able to ride it. Yeah. I think he's like 42 he's inches. Years well, he's five, five now. now. But, he's five now. Sorry. But still. I mean, whatever. Her case is invalid. She's a nut. I haven't seen that quote anywhere else. Um, but I don't know if they... I'm, I'm thinking with them saying Martha G. I'm thinking that maybe that was something like a Facebook name that they took it off, like a comment or something. Because yeah. I can't, can't find Probably. it anywhere else. But um, no, I, the reason why they have these restrictions are that if... You know, is is for the safety. If, they, if somebody rides it that is smaller than that, uh, they can... You know, they can't get out of the ride. It's gonna be, yeah. You know, and I've seen people trying to do that for like Splash Mountain or Primeval World, where they'll put them in like high shoes, high shoes for it, and it's just yeah. it's just not safe. Just wait until they're the right height. Um, even though it might make them upset one vacation, the next vacation they're probably gonna be that tall. Like, yeah, and there's still plenty for them to do. Exactly. Um. It's not something we do just to, like, limit fun. Um, I mean, for I goodness sakes. <laughs> but for goodness sakes, what? Dino Primeval World is the it's one the that highest. has the highest requirement. So, I and mean, that's the one everybody complains about being, uh, like, too high and people trying to get their kids on it. And stuff. That's crazy, though. Because that, that one, let me tell you, that thing whips you around. Oh, yeah. It does. And, and that's why you can't ride it. Um and then let me tell you, Disney would be in a heap of trouble because then people would be like, oh, well, I don't think their requirements were, they should have a higher requirement to yeah. meet. So they're darned if they do, darned if they don't. Starting this May, you can meet uh, Ray from Star Wars in Star Wars Launch Bay at Disneyland Resort. 
Now, uh, is she so, actually available to meet in Hollywood Studios, or is no. she just in the She's just show. in the show. Oh. Well, that's but dumb. You can, uh, <clears throat> you can meet her in Disneyland starting in May. Um, let's see here. What else we got? Uh, park-wise. We have Rose Gold Churros in Disneyland. Really? Strawberry Rose Gold Churros arrive at Disneyland Park on Friday, last Friday. Disney is going through a rose gold, I mean, the whole world is, but Disney's going through a rose gold thing, huh? Did nobody know about rose gold before this? I'm just confused. It's (laughs) like since since the iPhone had a... Had a color for rose gold. I feel like it's just become. Well, I was gonna say. I mean, I know that like there was watches that came out in rose gold a couple years ago, like while I was still up there. So I don't know what all of a sudden the rose gold's really hitting big with those. You can ears get your rose gold ears, rose gold spirit jersey, and yeah. wear your and eat your strawberry rose gold churros. Huh. And that's in the chart in front of the cart in front of Sleeping Beauty Castle. And they do have a picture of somebody wearing the rose gold ears with the rose gold jersey, <laughs> spirit jersey, with the churro. Yeah, do and you know, do you know, know how much they, that Her skin is, is kind of so, her skin's kind of so pink it almost looks rose gold itself. Oh, gosh. This picture. Um, but those, do I know shirts, how much? those shirts are $60 and they are flying off the shelves. Like That's crazy. People post them in the one Disney Facebook group, and by the time somebody else gets over to that store that has them, they're gone. It's crazy. Is it really rose gold if it's a shirt, though? <sighs> or a churro? Well, here's the thing. When I color? saw somebody... Like... Right. It's just a color. But when I saw somebody holding it yesterday in the Disney store, the world of Disney, mm-hmm. I mean, it looks more just like a pink. It does. And then... Everything I see, anyway. It's got, like... I guess rose gold letters. You know what I mean? Yeah. But anyway, whatever. Whatever floats your boat. I like rose gold. Don't get me wrong. I'm just not spending $60 on the shirt. All right. And we are going to next talk about Splitsville Luxury Lanes opens in downtown Disney in uh, California. California. So, um,. That's not much to say about that. It's just open <laughs> over there now. Um, we have tickets for Electroland in Disneyland Paris is now on sale. Um, it's like a concert, like a. It looks oh, like a lot I was of gonna DJs say, what is that? Um, play there. That's uh, Their cool. tickets are about sixty-one dollars and twenty cents in American money. Ouch. Um, but yeah, they'll be playing. Uh, there they'll open oh this is the first edition of Electroland there you go um, oh no this is probably the second one the list of attractions that were open during the first one you know was RC Racer Twilight uh, Zone Tower of Terror Slinky Dog Zigzag Spin Flying Carpets Over Agrabah uh, Crush's Coaster Rock and Roller Coaster um, they've already confirmed Tower of Terror Crush's Coaster Rock and Roller Coaster and Ratatouille for this year um so I guess if you're that's on June 29th to June 30th. So if you're in Paris around that time or you want to hit up Paris and you're a big fan of I guess like more like electro uh ele- electronic no. techno yeah, electronic type techno music um 
as you can tell from me stumbling through that, I am not. So um, Zach would be all over that. It's what EDM, <laughs> electro dance yeah. music or something. And I got one more news item here. If you are going to Flower and Garden and you are an annual pass holder, you get free magnets. <laughs> Okay. And there's Three like two different kinds. Magnets. Yeah, there's one for February 28th through April 8th. You get Mickey Mouse. Um, it's like the Mickey Mouse pass holder logo, but it has a flowery background and a butterfly on his nose. Yeah. And then you have uh, April 9th through May 28th is Minnie Mouse. So it's a purple background with polka dots and her, her wearing her classic um, hat with the flower out of it, not the uh, bow. Um. So really, if you need to plan a vacation, plan it for like April seventh through like April tenth if it's going to be a short one. Yeah, you yeah can and then get you both. Get both. Of them then. Yeah, exactly. Are you going up there anytime? Uh, we'll be up there when mom and dad are up there. So towards the end, April seventeenth. So yeah. Well, you should just go up there one day, stop in Epcot, and just get the free, free magnet. Other one. Yeah, way worth I know, the you know, we went hour drive. We went up to Hollywood Studios when they were doing the winter Christmas light one and totally forgot to stop in the store there and pick one up. Oh, wow. I'm sorry. And we will go over to our TV and movie side of our news. The big news this weekend is Black Panther. Um, It is uh, breaking records left and right right now. It is... As of this morning, so about two, about two and a half hours ago, um, Deadline reported that Disney is reporting estimates of 192 million for the three day weekend, sure. and and 218 million for the four day weekend. Wow, um, that would place it second place in all of Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's history, crazy, uh, money wise. It was uh, the highest ever is Avengers at 207 million um so really if they're underestimating it it could it could go above that um i wouldn't i don't know if i would see it hitting 200 but it would be you know it's only 8 million away from 200 and right uh, right it, it seemed like yesterday did better business than what they had thought so it could you know they could be projecting lower cuz some industry insiders have um the projection of 218 which is what disney has for the 4 day while wow. others have it well north of 2.30 for the four-day. So wow. Saturday, it raked in $65.9 million. Um, it is the fi- fifth highest opening of all time on a three-day chart. Um, which, like I said, the highest in all of the Marvel films is Avengers. And this has, the second place before this was Avengers Age of Ultron at 191. So this blasts past that. Um, the original, uh, the original expectations for this movie a few weeks ago were just like uh, getting around like a hundred million opening weekend. So it's um, quickly, and it's it's. I know at one point they were thinking maybe a hundred twenty, hundred thirty by like midweek last week, like before it opened. Then it had a strong Thursday, and people were like, "Well, maybe it'll make one sixty and then yesterday they were like well maybe 180 and now it's making 192 <laughs> wow so we'll see if it rises any cl- uh, i'm thinking maybe disney might be estimating a little on the lower end here so yeah 
Um, not I've only heard that, nothing but really good things about it. Yeah. Uh, other than that, though, it, we got an update on uh, just an hour ago on how it's doing overseas, um, which is 169 million in 48 markets through Sunday overseas, which puts it at a global total of 361 through wow. today, um, including Monday's domestic estimate. It would make it 387. So how does that compare to the other ones? Um, that I'm not sure on. It they don't really have it. Oh, I didn't know if it said. Um, so far it still doesn't have China, Japan, and Russia. Um, though from what I hear, I mean, so it's bigger. The internationally, Black Panther's uh, opening is bigger than Logan, uh, the Wolverine movie, and yeah. Avatar. Wow. It comes in just below X-Men Days of Futures Past. Um, it made $24.8 million in the UK. Um, it's already overtaken the entire run of Justice League, Captain America First Avenger, Thor, huh. Ant-Man, and Iron Man over in um, UK. Wow. So I know nothing about the Black Panther, so I would have no idea what to even... He's in Civil War. Yeah, I guess I haven't seen that. You haven't seen Civil War? Uh, I that or I haven't seen the entire thing, but I definitely haven't seen him in that. So, well, then watch Civil War. <laughs> um, it's uh, he, he that was his first appearance. Um, most of these people going to see the movie have no idea anything about Black Panther anyway. They're um, just going because it's a Marvel movie. That well, you also have the demographic that's going. Um, a lot of African Americans going for you know because it's the first, um, like first huge um, African American uh, superhero, superhero movie, um, and uh, you know a lot of people going for that. So that's if you add in that demographic, and if they decide that you know because a lot of um, Infinity War is probably going to be, uh, you know, Black Panther's already been in the previews for that. Wakanda is where Black Panther takes place, and that's been in the previews for Infinity War. So if you add in all the new fans it gained this weekend, yeah, and if they go see Infinity War, plus all the normal Marvel fans go see Infinity War, this is going to be huge. Yeah, so, um, it just keeps getting bigger and bigger every time. It's currently the highest rated superhero movie of all time on Rotten Tomatoes at 97%. Black Panther is? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Um, so what do you think? What did you think? It's not in my top five, but I did. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Uh, there I were some it's parts. Funny. It was their top rated of out of all of them. You're like, yeah, it's not even in my top five. Well, it's it's um, you know, Rotten Tomatoes is just like if if a critic rated it six and out of ten or higher. Um, oh. So if, if everybody rated it six and ten out of higher, it would be a hundred percent. You know, so um, what uh. I just made a weird sound there. But what I'm trying to think here is um, I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Um, there was – I wish he had worn the suit more often. There was times where he wasn't, and I just think the suit oh. is so awesome um, looking. Uh, and then there was just a few nitpicks that I had with it. Um, sometimes it just gets bogged down a little bit into the world building because it's the first time that we're being introduced to Wakanda and – Right, right. They have to set all of that up. So I think a sequel to Black Panther could be even better than 
than uh, this, this one. one. So, especially if they bring back the director, um, which they've said they want to bring him back. Um, but uh, it, I don't think it's as rewatchable for me um, as the other ones, as like the other Marvel films. I gotcha. But um, really excited to see it do well. I wore my Black Panther shirt yesterday. I got it at the movie theaters at Regal. Oh, they had those? Yeah, it was. they had one that if you get that with a popcorn, it was like 20 bucks. Oh. For the popcorn and the shirt. Oh, that's a good deal. Yeah, so I was like, yeah, give me that. I got my Groot one there for Guardians 2 last year. So, huh. um, We don't really have a Regal close by. Huh. Yeah, so that was really cool. We had um, this, this movie's doing huge. I just want to see it keep going. I would love to see it hit 200 million just to... That'd be crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Everybody kept saying that this movie would not be successful, and it just is being successful. Prove it um, wrong. Some bad mo- news with this is quite a few uh, people on Twitter, for some reason, are sharing pictures of real abuse cases. Um, you know, people that have been abused domestically by their spouse or boyfriend. Okay. Um, and sharing real pictures from those um, that are not of them that they're finding it on Google, and then oh. they're posting on Twitter that they were getting that they got beat up at Black Panther by African American uh, people. Um, oh, that's terrible. It is. Yeah, really bad. Uh, people were easily able to show that these are fake just because they would right-click the image and click search on Google, and you will see where the real news story came from. Um, oh. And huh, I knew you uh, could do that. Thing is, though, people are retweeting these without even checking, and you know, right, right. Um, it's just ways for people to try to bring down the movie, and um, it hasn't been working because it keeps winning. It's got an A plus on Cinema Score, which is um, what audiences rated the movie after leaving. Uh, they do oh. like exit polls. Oh, okay. And uh, that is. The only one comic book movie previously had gotten an A plus, and that was the first Avengers film. So wow, yeah. So it's doing incredible. Um, I can't wait to see it again on Blu-ray. Uh, there's Joy missed the best part of the movie. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> she went to the bathroom at the worst time. Uh, but uh, I can't wait to see that scene again. So I'm excited about that. Um, yeah. So that was our. We got some more movie news here as well, which is a new Incredibles poster and teaser were released this week during the Olympics. Did you happen to catch the Incredibles? Trailer? I didn't. I didn't. We, I, we haven't really watched any of the Olympics. <laughs> Let me explain it to you. So it looks like this movie's going to focus more on Elastigirl. Oh, um, really? Yeah, where they're giving her the light, like the, you know, shine a light on her. And uh, it seems like Mr. Incredible is the one that has to be taking care of Jack-Jack and being like Mr. Mom. So it looks like there's going to be some comedy derived there. Um, Elastigirl is seen wearing her, or Mrs. Incredible, I guess is what she's known as now. But she's going to be back known as Elastigirl. She's wearing her old Elastigirl suit. Um, So it all looks uh, very interesting. Um, That's coming out June 15th, so we're only... It's pretty soon, actually. Four months away. Yeah, it'll Um, come fast. Michael Giacchino, who scored um, Spider-Man Homecoming, I think he did Homecoming, uh, but he did Pixar's um, Up, uh, oh. Ratatouille, 
Um, he did did the music for Lost. He did Rogue One. He will. He's already started scoring sometime this week for The Incredibles two. So that's cool. Means it's got to be near the end of the film if they're scoring. So right. Production wise. Some Star Wars news. Episode 9 was confirmed by J.J. Abrams to start filming this summer. So wow. It'll start filming this summer and be out for a December 20th release, I think, in 2019. And then you oh, shared yeah. this thing with me, Fancy Nancy on Disney Junior. Oh, yeah. I don't really know what this is, though. Um, let me... So Fancy Nancy was, well, is a kid's book. Oh. You know okay. what I'm talking about? Yeah, and yeah, so it. Disney Junior is bringing the cartoon. When does it say that it starts? Uh, I'm pulling up the article from Deadline. I've heard about this for a while now, but... It has uh, Allison Hannigan and Rob Riggle are voicing the parents. Yep. Um, it does not have a date oh, that okay. I saw. I wasn't sure. No premiere date is set. Um, But it should be coming this year, I guess. Yeah. So I know a few people who have little girls are excited for that because they know the books really well and everything, so. All right, I guess we'll get over to the character of the week, which is Jose Carioca. Um... Some trivia for Jose. His eyes are red, but the color varies in Disney in Disney franchise. I don't know what that means. Not Do you want to tell everybody who Jose is? Yes. Jose Carioca is the Brazilian um, parrot um, from the Three Caballeros. I figured that, but he normally also... you go into a little bit of a detail yeah. in the beginning of what movie they're in, so... <laughs> yeah, so this, um, not only is he from Three Caballeros, though, his first appearance was in Saludos Amigos. Um, he also appears in Melody Time, which is another 1940s packaged shorts film. He has a cameo in Alice in Wonderland, huh. a cameo in Who Framed Roger Rabbit, a cameo in Mickey's Magical Christmas, snowed in at the House of Mouse, and Mickey's House of Villains cameo. I'm interested in the other one. What's the first one you said? Alice in Wonderland? Yeah. Yeah. How do I not and... know? I mean, did you he... know that? No, no. Uh, he has um, appeared in some television programs called Walt Disney Anthology Series, Mickey Mouse Works, House of Mouse, A Poem Is, It's a Small World, the animated series. What? I have to pull that up. Hold on. Mickey <laughs> Mouse, the 2013 series, and Mickey and the Roadster Racers. Oh, he, really? Yeah, he appears as a... Um, I know he appears as a soccer commentator in one of the Mickey Mouse shorts uh, nowadays. Um, he's been in the park attractions called Mickey Mouse Review. Uh, that was from the 80s. That's where they got the animatronics that are now currently in the Grand Fiesta Tour. He's oh, really? Been in, yeah, oh. he's been in It's a Small World, which is the California one where they you know, uh, put in some of the characters. That's neat. Mickey's Sound Station, Soundsational Parade over in Disneyland. I, that's where I saw him last time I went over. Viva Navidad uh, Street Party. Fashionable Easter. Mickey's Most Merriest Celebration. And Discovery Island Carnival, which is the where they're at currently. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
Um, he was inspired. Uh, Walt Disney was inspired by a parrot that he spotted on a Brazilian trip. Um, let's see here. Uh, fun little fact. He was created during World War II events via the good neighbor policy to enforce Brazil's cooperation. Um, That's interesting. He represents every aspect of the typical Brazilian. He is smart, friendly, always in a good mood. Um, and his happiness resembles that of Rio de Janeiro. Um, American film, uh, at, From the end of the Second World War until 1949, American films were not allowed to be exported to occupied Europe, which included Disney cartoons... To find a new market to make up for this, Walt focused on the South American market and used Jose Carioca to help promote this. Huh. Good idea. So yeah, he appeared in Sayudos Amigos, The Three Caballeros. Um, uh, there was a uh, two episodes of the Walt Disney Anthology series. He appears in Melody Time, um, House of Mouse... Um, but nowadays he appears without his cigar that he always had. Um, so he is a star of his own comic book strips in Brazil and South America. Oh, that's neat. Similarly, similarly to how Panchito has his comic book stories in Mexico and Spanish countries. Um, uh uh, in the oldest Jose Carioca comics, he appeared to live in Duckburg. He would often meet characters like Donald, Scrooge, Gladstone, Gander, Gyro, Gearloose. Um, then later, he it was established he lived in Zerup, Zerupita Village, um, which is a neighborhood in Rio de Janeiro. He has his own friends and girlfriends. Um, they have a he has a rival who rivals his his girlfriend you know like um affections for his girlfriend yeah Yeah. huh it's pretty Um, interesting yeah so he has some design changes sometimes he's seen wearing just a t-shirt with jeans and like a backwards hat and really yeah that's funny Uh, it's pretty funny um his eyes are red but the color varies uh in comics and occasionally merchandise his eyes are brown slash green in other comics his eyes are blue and even orange. Um, huh. Yeah. He appears in some of the parks now. Meet and greets. His full name is Jose Carioca. In Brazil, he is known as Z. A Z with a accent E. Carioca. Huh. Which is how they say, is like their name for Jose over there. So. Interesting. Just take a look at this. It's a small world animated series here. Um, it's an online exclusive series. Hmm. I don't remember this. Um, but yeah, I don't know when it came out. It doesn't say anything when it came out. I was gonna say I never heard of that before. Apparently, it's an online series with like six episodes or something. All right, and that is pretty much that. Um, Do you have a question at all that you would want to go over before we pack it up? Um, crud. 
Okay, well, how about this? Then we'll just go over what are you most excited about um, coming to uh, Disney World? Um, that's not Toy Ooh. Story Land because <laughs> that's opening this year. But you know, something that you're looking forward to uh, that maybe D23 Japan gave a little bit more information about. Um, I'm actually I was gonna say my thing would probably be the Guardians of the Galaxy ride. Okay. I'm excited for them to be in the parks and stuff a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. I I just want some Marvel in the parks. It's so sad we can't have it Yeah. in our parks and that, you know, the loophole's pretty much Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, uh, Black Panther just started meeting over in California a few days ago, too. So. Oh, really? Yeah, in Disneyland. Um, yeah, so um, I'm most excited probably for Star Wars Land. Okay, but other um, than Star Wars Land, what else would it be? <laughs> I'm looking forward to um, Runaway Rail, if I didn't oh, have okay. to choose Star Wars Land. Um, I'm so happy Mickey's getting his own attraction. Yeah, know, He's the one true. that started it all, and for him to not really have his own attraction. I mean, I guess Filler Magic is one, but like an actual ride yeah. um, no, I agree. is something I agree. that I'm really happy he's getting. It. I, I'm, I am still sad that it's in the new animation style, just because I think Goofy looks terrible on it. Um, I think they but, all look a little scary in a sense. I th- Donald's cute in it. Uh, I'll say that Donald's adorable. Uh, he looks <laughs> adorable in those shorts. Um, but Goofy, not so much. Goofy, no. <laughs> uh, as Logan said yesterday, he looks homeless. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I guess I'll, I can plug that. I was on Logan's show. It actually is uploaded. It was okay. no recording errors. Uh, that is, we met behind the castle. We talked for two hours about the Disney College program. So, if you are interested in the Disney College program, and you want to know the steps of how to enroll, um, how to apply, I guess, really, not enroll, how to apply, and what they're looking for in questions, phone interviews, uh, and what the experience is like, the people that you'll meet... Give it a listen. It's at We Met Behind the Castle on iTunes. And, um, yeah, I was on there. Uh, we talked two hours last night. It was a long time, but... Uh, yeah, Very you informative, getting... though. Yeah, yeah, informative. Uh, we did take a little detour talking about the success of Frozen, because that was during our college program. Um, <laughs> and we ranked our top five moments of our two programs that we had done. So That's cool. Yeah, I recommend it to anybody. Um, not the show. I do recommend the show. But <laughs> I recommend the college program to anybody that's interested. Um, like I said on there, I can't really imagine my life without it just because of all the people I got to meet. So, And still am close friends with. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, don't forget, I also have that Oswald Disneypedia um, episode where we go an in-depth look at Oswald the Lucky Rabbit and at the end of next month it will be the history of World War II and how it affected Disney animation so we might even talk some Jose Carioca on that one as well yeah I'm looking forward to that one yeah I wasn't looking forward to the other one okay Uh (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying I'm really looking forward to this one did you listen to it on your way up or no you just skipped that one and listened to yourself on there 
No, I listened. We listened to the last one because I wanted to hear that one. And then we started to listen to the one right before that. But then I'm really addicted to the satellite radio right now. So <laughs> I switched over. Jeez, a whiz. Do you have like a free satellite radio? Yeah. Yeah. I have it for six months. But like there's Prime Country and Y2 Country and then yeah, Pop 2K. Yeah. 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 I'm like addicted to all these stations that play the older songs, you know. Check Channel 17. What's that? Pop one? rocks. Pop rocks. So oh. it's like all um, a lot of like '90s rock songs that made it into the pop culture. So you'll hear, oh. you know, '90s Green Day, um, Hootie and the Blowfish, um, just no doubt all the songs we grew up listening to, pretty much, um, with some new ones sprinkled into that hit the popular zeitgeist for rock songs. But uh, Gin Blossoms, you know, like. Um, you know who the Gin Blossoms are, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of their songs. It's a channel that I pretty much turn on and have a hard time turning off. Yeah. <laughs> also Channel 30, Billy Joel channel right now. Um, yeah. I haven't so even that, told the kids that there's like Radio Disney and Kids Bop Radio on there. Cause don't let them know. Don't I know. <laughs> Radio Disney's terrible now. Um, but there's your serious XM sponsored ad there. <laughs> <laughs> no. That we just gave them for free. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I guess that's about it. And we would uh, catch you all next week. See you later. Low battery. <laughs> See you real soon. <laughs> <laughs>